Hello and welcome to Stories, the True and the Fiction. The podcast that revolves around one central theme, stories and the people that tell them. We'll talk about movies, TV shows, video games, historical events and weird news headlines. There's really no topic we won't touch. But it doesn't stop there. If you've got a story, something funny or random that may have happened to you or a friend, send it to the true and the fictional at gmail.com. Until then, it's story time. My My fellow stories, both the true and the fictional, it is my great pleasure to fulfill my constitutional duties as elected host and supreme leader of this podcast to present the State of the Union. I did not ask for power. Alone on the island, I pondered my previous rule, determined to do things differently, if given the chance. And by the will of the majority vote of the people, by the great Dr. J. Bryden, I was cloned and brought back. Granted the title of host, for that is given to me, but my right to rule can only be granted by the divine, the patron saint of Cat Graham, Rebecca Castles of the Rising Dawn series. Those doubters have been re-educated. And under my leadership, I have rebuilt this nation. I have rebuilt our armies under my care. Conversations on Henry Cavill and Henry Cavill-related topics have gone up 300%. Conversations on Cat Graham's illustrious musical career has risen by 1,000%. Conversations on Cat Graham's storing, acting, and legendary performances are up 2,000%. Scintillating scenarios between Cat Graham and Henry Cavill have increased under my leadership by 6,000%. And jokes about incest, applied or otherwise, are over 9,000. As downloads continue to rise, there will be those who disagree with our message of peace, of harmony, of unity. For all you who stand against me, against us, I have a clear message for you. In order to stop us, you may merely buy Rebecca Castle's book, of the Rising Dawn series, available now on Amazon. And maybe then you will have the power 
to defeat me. I leave this State of the Union in good shape as we continue to strive forward with our ultimate goal at hand. Our ultimate goal being a full motion picture of Henry Cavill and Cat Graham playing chess as the fans demand. Welcome, everyone. The stories each true in the fictional podcast. I am your elected host, Chris Park, and I am here joined, of course, by Dr. AJ Bryden, cloning AJ expert. AJ Bryden. AJ Bryden. Yeah, Bryden, cloning you clear, expert. You clearly, have, you clearly have incest on your mind. Uh, uh, I, think he just, I, think, I think he was just moved so much by his State of the Union address that he was <laughs> off, a bit off, a bit flustered. A bit flustered. Yes. Yes. How are you going, J.A. Bryden? I'm go- I'm going all right. I'm going. I'm I'm still a little um, what do you call it? Like you know, it's 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 like a hangover, but it's it's more so when you go out and you get home really late and then you wake up, and I'm I'm assuming this is how you feel when you're hungover. I do well, not. It, 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 <laughs> it, it, but but Christopher, who are you to say you've never been hungover in your life? Fair enough. You're you're Korean, and, <laughs> and he's never. He's that's because he's never stopped drinking. You know. So. <laughs> oh yes, the yeah. key to avoid a hangover is keep the buzzers going for as long <laughs> yeah. as possible. Yeah. But, but J- Jamie, it could just be the fact, that, and also that you had to go out and deal with people in a a small environment as well. Yes, yes, that's very true. I, I, I did go to a, the first concert I've been to in five years. Um, so how was the Backstreet Boys? And tell me of the Backstreet Boys. Well, there was only one Backstreet Boy. Okay. Um, and uh, no, it, it wasn't the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> uh, no, it was, it was a fellow by the name of Andrew McMahon. I got to meet him as well. He's a cool dude. And I finally got uh, my nephew to name his band the name that I came up with many moons ago. Um, and all it took was one of his favourite artists telling him he should do it. Um, so what is the name of that band? I feel uh, like we should plug them. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's my nephew's band. He's, he's only, you know, um, 16, so he's only starting out. But his name's mm-hmm. Oliver, and I've always said you should call your band Ollie and the Sea Pandas. Um, because <laughs> it's ridiculous as it sounds, but I, I, um, yeah, I got Andrew McMahon to record a message, um, sent it to my nephew, and now my nephew's like, now I have to do it, so worth it, completely worth it. So it sounds like this was a very intimate setting of a. Of yeah, well, it was. Oh uh, no, well, it was the factory theater. Have you been to the factory theater, Ryan? Yeah. Many times I've seen all time low and you found glory yeah. there a few times. Yeah, so up there, Andrew Andrew was upstairs. Um, okay, and the singer of a, um, probably a familiar Aussie band called uh, Tonight Alive. You remember oh Tonight yeah. Alive? yeah, yeah, yeah. The the singer's solo now, and she opened oh, for cool. him, and it's all cool. chill acoustic and um that. No, but it was a good show. Went for two. Uh, he played for two hours. Um. There was drunk people, um, a lot of Harry Potter references. So I'm wondering if this is a sign for me to play that game. <laughs> <laughs> um, even though I don't like, I'm, I'm, I'm resisting because 
I don't want to like Harry Potter, but now these things are happening. I'm like, oh, it actually looks like a good game, but I don't <laughs> want to. It, it will make me. It will make me like Harry Potter. It will make me yeah. do all that stuff. Um, mm-hmm. and then and then I'll be like, oh no, I'm gonna watch all the movies, and I'm gonna be like, no, 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 resist, resist. Good, um, feel the yeah. evil thoughts. But yeah, no, look, best probably one of the best concerts I've been to in a very long time. Um. But one thing I noticed about the crowd, there was there was a lot of couples there, but there were reachers and settlers amongst all of them. Interesting. On both sides. There was attractive dudes who were with less attractive girls. There was attractive girls with less attractive dudes. And um, it was just interesting. So were you enrolled, enraptured with the music or did you have enough time to basically do the math and sum on who was reaching and settling? No, no, well, because I got because I had VIP tickets, so I got there earlier, and um, we had a lot of time to kill beforehand. Um, you know, but once the show got going, like I, I, I probably took three photos and a video, and then I was just kind of engrossed. It was it was such a good performance, and um, it's a funny, dude. And he actually told us the story of that when he decided to break up his first band, they were in Australia, so he kind of blames Australia for. <laughs> breaking up the first band outstanding it sounds like a magical evening and yeah. the fact that you even went with vip tickets says quite a bit about who you are yeah no well it was <laughs> it was my brother-in-law's 40th early this year so i got him tickets to meet one of his favorite artists so it was more so you know the gift but then why did you have to go if you got him tickets because I too like this band. I've been following. I've been following Andrew McMahon through all his bands. So did you get him tickets, or did you get yourself tickets? No, we're we're, <laughs> we're, we're going to go anyway. But I got VIP tickets for his birthday. Mm. Mm. That, that, that being said, when, when when I when I got tickets for Weird Al Yankovic, which is he's coming out in a few months, I almost got VIP tickets, but they sold out. Of course they did. It's who, who doesn't want to see ask who doesn't want to ask him about the infamous "Eat It" song and Michael Jackson's yeah. ripoff of that. And... Yeah, I just want to. I just wanted to ask him how did how how did he um get involved in or someone in his family get involved in necromancy to bring him back from the dead? Yeah, according according to his biopic, he was yeah. shot exactly right from the grave. So. Yeah. I mean, that's probably the most accurate biopic pick I've ever seen recently yeah. in, in recent memories. I mean, <laughs> there's, of course, the Queen one where the Queen band decided to go, we want full control and censorship over our live story. Let me, just, <laughs> let me just cut out all the bits that you don't want to see. I mean, that, that'd be pretty pretty amazing. Like like to, you know, you get to the end of your life and you go, nope, that didn't happen. That didn't, just to pick out all the, you know. But then you have Elton John who just goes, meh, Here it include is. it all. <laughs> yeah, which, which, which I have great respect for. No, I, 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 do, I respect that. He goes, yep, put it all in. Like, yeah. like, this, is, this is what happened. Like, this, is, this is why I hate reading up on historical movies. Yeah. You know, because I'm like, that didn't happen. That didn't happen. That didn't happen. Oh. Well, I think, I, think, I think the statistic, it only has to be like 13%. But if, if you want to say your movie's based on a true mm. story, it only yeah, well, has to have 13% yeah. factual information. Yeah, well, it's it's always based on a true story or inspired, yeah. inspired yeah, yeah. by true events. You know? Yeah. Outstanding. Mm-hmm. Now, we're also joined by 
Fellow's story. I'm not sure if he's if he falls into the true or the fictional category. Probably bit a, bit of, a bit of both. Well, we're just talking about true and fictional historical movies. So, yeah. Ryan, is, is are, are you based on any? Yeah, yeah, are you based on a real <laughs> Ryan Haig, or is, are you inspired by Ryan Haig? Or like, oh, look, I, look, I, I, I can confirm, nor I cannot confirm or nor deny whether I am actually a fictional character or a character of truth. I like to think part of my life is lived in fiction. <laughs> Uh, but part of it is actual factual factual information. So actual factual. Right. There you go. I'm a poet and I didn't even know it. Actual factual information. That doesn't sound like a real... Oh, no, that, that sounds right. right? <laughs> Isn't that yeah. what our government supplies to us? Actual factual information? No, they, 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 they've, they've, removed, they've, they've removed the veil altogether now. And now, 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 now they're just like, shut up and take it. Like, you like, you like, a, a, you like a big mean government, we've, don't you, we've, dirty, we've, dirty citizens? We've we've wined you and dined you. Now we're just using lube, okay? Exactly, that's, that's right. Like, you, know? you you voted for us. You wanted this. You voted for us. You oh, yes, man. yes. Tell me you don't like it. Yes. <laughs> You know what you oh, want? Man. You want to be taxed more. <laughs> more you tax. Do, you dirty, dirty boy. <laughs> you know what? We're not going to tax you four times. Now we're going to tax you five times. Oh, my God. That's, that's the... I, I, love, I, I love our government. They are... Like, again, the, this, the, the state of the union... I wouldn't be surprised if very soon our government basically declares itself the first galactic empire for, <laughs> for peace and safety of all. And oh, no you know. doubt, and 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 the majority of Australians would accept it. Oh, yeah, sure. And no, and it's... you know, you know what happens when they declare them the first galactic? Uh, uh, you, Chris, that's when you pick up your lightsaber. That's right. That's when we'll have to basically. <laughs> oh, it's like, well, someone's gonna, oh, someone needs to blow up the damn Death Star. Here we go. <laughs> exactly. yeah. I'm sure that I'm sure there was one. One um, air duct in parts that you could just shoot a missile through, and it'll just blow the whole whole galactic empire but, up. But the the one thing that gives me hope, Chris, is the uh, the fact that when it comes to military, Australia is behind everything. You know, we are the first galactic <laughs> empire. However, we can't quite get to space yet. <laughs> that would be that would be yeah yeah so. We would probably be taken over by the Chinese pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and then we would be galactic empires by association. By association. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be, that, I, I wouldn't mind. You know, what's, what's one tyrannical government versus the next? I mean, it's all really the same. Yeah. So it's yeah, like, you know, yeah. one tyranny is probably, like, you know, I would say probably we've got. You know, if there's, if there's Coke and Diet Coke, I think we've got Diet Tyranny, but you know, like... <laughs> or, 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 or Tyranny No Sugar, or something like that. That's right, Tyranny No Sugar, or like, oh yeah. Tyranny Max. <laughs> <laughs> like, like uh, I don't know. half the punishment, all the tax. Tyranny Max. <laughs> there you go, that's the slogan, right? Oh my God, that, the government needs to do that now. They need to come no, up no. Now you you need you need to buy that that domain name. You need to you need to copyright that so that they have to pay you for that. Damn yeah. It. yeah. But then, but then he would get taxed on that. Yeah. <laughs> Half the punishment. Oh, it's, it's, just, it's just like it's just like when you hear someone. Oh, they won lotto. Oh, they won a million dollars. And then the no, government's, they the, the government's on their door going, "No, nah, hey, sorry, hey. you are 
you, you won uh you won 630 yeah 400 <laughs> yeah i wonder like once you win that how quickly does the government go hi how's it going <laughs> i think i well i think it would be tax when tax time yeah. comes around and then the people have spent all their money and they're going like Oh, and then no, the government's like, good. "You need to set out. You now owe us six hundred thousand dollars. Would you like to, your... to pay? Would Would you like to pay ten dollars a week on that?" Yeah, see, now the government knows that they'll, they'll never get to pay back. So I think they probably take it before, just just so they can make sure yeah. they get it. Just 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 so they can be like, going, yeah. "Well, well, 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 hang on, hang on, hang on. Let me yeah. take some cash from your pocket. <laughs> Let me just take it now. I'm doing you a favor. That's right. So you yeah. know." <laughs> Speaking oh, of, of doing us favors, <laughs> this podcast is not possible without our great and powerful patron, Rebecca Castles of the Rising Dawn series, available mm-hmm. on Amazon and Kindle and all of the famous book places you buy books and read books about werewolves, romance, storytelling, and of course, not at all a small piece of erotica involved erotica. in that particular involved in that particular. Uh, scenario. She's obviously a world-class author and obviously working with J.A. Bryden on a very exciting <laughs> project coming up very, very soon. Yes. Okay. Sure, we'll go with that. <laughs> I wonder how many people actually listen to this and go, oh yeah, I don't mind Jamie's work and I don't, I don't mind Rebecca's work. I'm looking forward to that collaboration. That doesn't <laughs> exist. Yet. Yeah. No, unless, unless it's no, Night J.A. Bryden no. and Rebecca yeah, Cutler. No, no. what, this, what this is, Ryan, is like that wonderful episode of Supernatural where the ghost faces go to the ah, um, yep, haunted yep, house yep. and it, made, that it was basically a ghost that was willed into Yes, yes. Existence. Yeah, I so, get it, yeah. So it, you're hoping that people will will your book, your, yours and Rebecca Castle's collaboration yeah. into existence. Okay. That's, ex- that's exactly what Chris, that's what Chris is doing. <laughs> quite successfully, if I might add, to be honest, like quite successfully. Like, uh, like apparently, you know, there's already fan fiction about the book that hasn't been written yet. So yes. we're doing it's bound something to happen. right. It's bound to happen. Yeah. Yes. yeah. <laughs> Most of the fan fiction just includes, um, you know, Cat Graham and making out vigorously without shirts on, which is fine by everyone. I mean, um, yeah. Sure. You know. what, what else would there be? Yeah. You know, and there's, all, there's always a werewolf in the background. So we're covering all bases. <laughs> Multiple it. fan stories of them going, yeah. you know, on, on a business trip. And then, you know, because, yeah. the, because you know, they get on a ski trip and they get cold and they get stuck in a lodge. And so because it's they snowed mm-hmm. in, they need to keep themselves warm. So they take their shirts off. And oh, look, there's some scented oils and heated oils. Mm-hmm. Might, we might as well, you know, rub all over our bodies to make yourself warm and then well wait, this lead, one thing leads to another that's just like that's unavoidable. well to be honest with you i i actually saw this one on, a, on reddit the other day mm-hmm. um where henry cavill and and cat graham you know they were were co-workers and then found out they were were related and started oh. a relationship i think it was written by a c park but i'm not, I'm not 100 <laughs> sure but um look it was a fantastic story there was lots and lots of incest and uh, I'd see that sounds more like night. That sounds more like night. Jamie's kind no, of work. No, you see, if it was C Park, it, it would be uh, <laughs> edit, edited on Wikipedia. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I've always like I've I've always wanted to do that, but apparently, like the biggest stars pages are fairly well monitored, and they change it back yeah. pretty quickly. Like if you can't, yeah. like, like, see yeah. that that would be an awesome goal for us to have to one day see someone has edited. Henry Cavill's yeah. or Cat Graham's page that stayed up longer than like 
60 seconds to yeah. say that they're, oh. they're in an incestuous relationship with each other. <laughs> no, well, you just do that and then take a screenshot, you know, and then it's for there yeah. forever. <laughs> but, yeah. but Ross Noble did it, got away with it for a while. And um, what did he do? He he said Ray Martin, so a TV host in Australia, um, Ross Noble went onto Wikipedia and said, Ray Martin has children's feet and he wears shoes inside shoes <laughs> to make him look like he has big feet. And look, but maybe maybe Ray Martin saw that because he's, he's, he's known to be a, a pretty decent bloke and he's gone, you know what, I like that. <laughs> anyway, look, I was going to do something a little bit off off guard, avant-garde. Or off, avant-garde, eh? Avant-garde. No, well, there's a lot of information that came out, a lot of things that came out this week, so I'm just going to, like, split spit through them because they're worth talking, talking right. about. But, you know, yep. don't, don't spend too long. But the, one, the first time that came up, which I thought was super interesting, is that apparently... Don't take my word for it. Um, scientists to engineer woolly mammoths return by 2027. Mm. So basically, is, Jurassic Park, but with woolly mammoths. Is this is this something that we want though? Because they're pretty powerful. Well, that's 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 you know, um, that's my thought exactly. They're like, just a, they're a very like, big. I mean, essentially, powerful. They are, yeah, they're very, very large elephants. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, do do are we are we allowed to have a say in this, or do scientists just go, you know what, I'm going to make me a woolly mammoth? You know the answer to that, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, did, did we not? Did we not learn any? Did we not learn anything from Jurassic Park? I mean, yeah. seriously, no. like, well, well, they're probably thinking, we're not going to make it a park. Yeah, <laughs> you know? we're not going to invite gonna people. It's going to be a there. wildlife refuge or some <laughs> shit. Yeah, and uh, uh, I don't yeah. know about that because I, I saw an article a couple of years ago where they're like, um, they were scientists are now using lizard DNA to help amputees grow back limbs, and I'm like, <laughs> this is how we get a lizard situation. This is how do we really want men. that? Like, do, you, do we want do we want a lizard or like that is literally exactly how it happens? We don't want lizard men attorney at law. Thank you yeah. very much. <laughs> lizard, <laughs> lizard men. Do you think these people get their ideas from the the, the shows or the shows? Yeah, I I, I'm 100% believe that people are just sitting there watching animated Spider-Man comics and and movies and and stuff. And like, hmm, lizard DNA growing back. Let's try that. But I wonder if it's more like, let's say, you know, let's say that there was was a scientist's ball, you know, a hangout. Then like several scientists got drunk and then watched Jurassic Park afterwards. And then like... One drunk drunk size I'll call we'll just you know we'll just call him I don't know James Bryden for instance. <laughs> He's sitting there with his uh, beer, cracking it, going, look at look at their splicing technique. I would I would never splice it like that. I would put in control into my designs work. And then his fellow <laughs> scientist Ryan A. Haig would be like going, uh, you, you, your 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 theories are, are whimsical at best. You don't have the practical knowledge to clone something. And they go, oh, yeah, well, 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 watch me. Just watch me. I can do better than you. And then basically, the, you know, they've egged themselves on and now they're making the bully mammoths. Essentially, this, this is how it happened. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, well but- I, still, I still think that, seriously, Elon Musk is one bad boardroom meeting yeah. becoming yeah. the Great Goblin. He, you know, I've said that multiple times, and I think we all agree that he is one accent away from becoming a supervillain. Yeah. Like there's one, like one, you know, <laughs> one small thing, and that will tip him off to the edge of supervillain. Yeah. Like, and I, I still maintain 
it's going to be a tragedy with with his family where the and they need to have security around the clock around the clock like like i mean he's he's a billionaire probably they they probably do like (laughs) but you know all it takes is you know he he might start the zombie hour. Like, all it takes is the doctors. <laughs> like you know, let's let's say there was a he was at a charity event with his family, and there was a massive accident, and then basically like you know all of his kids. So not just one of them, all of them. They're all in the hospital on life support, and the doc the doctor from you know California, and, you know because they hate they hate him, so they they're a bit smarmy. They go come and go. They're coming to him and say like, mm, Doctor Elon Elon, you know, we can't save them. It's impossible. And he would just get up in his calm manner, point his finger at them and be like, you can't save them. You can't. And then he just, he goes back to his labs and starts whipping up something. <laughs> Gosh, is basically going, I can save them. I can save them. And then basically raises them from the dead, but then inadvertently <laughs> creates the zombie outbreak that we've all feared. Or, or, or more from a technical side, he could transfer their consciousness into the Tesla cars and then the Tesla cars go, you know, Great. And then oh. you've got you've either you've either got a transformer situation or you've got a Terminator two. No, I, 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 I so you're right. right. It wouldn't be a zombie thing. You're right, Jamie. He would basically put his family into artificial bodies, mm-hmm. but then to in order to get the artificial bodies to work correctly, he would create an AI to basically mm-hmm. make sure the bodies worked first. And so then he's obviously built an AI to help him manage the you know the the, the, the construction and manage all of the uh, the requirements of the artificial body without understanding what he's done. And as their consciousness go into the artificial body, the AI is meant to help them learn about the body, but the AI just destroys their personality. It me- <laughs> kills them instantly, but then mm-hmm. takes their memories and pretends to be his family, but all mm-hmm. in the, infesting the internet, all in all, waiting for the time until they basically build more and more and more and take over Terminator style. Yep, this- you're right, Jamie. And this is why you shouldn't buy a Tesla. <laughs> 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 well, maybe, well, maybe you should. I don't know. Like, I don't know where you stand. Yeah. I don't know where you stand on that. Like, yeah. on, 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 you know, living in a world <laughs> controlled by robots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. Moving on. In other news, have you guys heard they're doing a new faulty towers? A I'm new continuation with John Cleese and his daughter. Yeah. That's a bit odd. I know. Um, everyone is a bit strange, but um, it's ri- written by John Cleese. Um, so, what do you what, what what do you think about that? Should it be left alone, or um, should we bring allow to bring in that old school comedy back to? Yeah, but it, w- it wouldn't be the same. You know, the, I, yeah, yeah, I don't the, think I don't think they could do it. The world we live in at the moment, it's like you wouldn't be able to get away with it. You know what I mean? Um, like I was, what was I watching? Um, oh yeah, I started after watching the that ninety show. I started watching that seventy show, and even though that was only like what years ago or, or fifteen years ago, some of the stuff that they do and say on that show, yeah, it's you'd be like, you couldn't say that. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like you, you, yeah. you couldn't get away with it. Yeah, but Ricky Gervais can get away with it. Yeah, but that he—he's like one in a billion. Yeah, you know. But I suppose I don't know. Like, is John Cleese just bored at the moment? Like, is he—is he bored in his old age? Does he feel? I—I I, I always thought, uh, uh, like he would—he would be the kind of guy to say, "No, look, that was 
for its time only, yeah. you know? Well, maybe he does because he, he sees, is an ad- advocate for the old school, you know, poli- politically okay. incorrect humour. And maybe he's just like, I'm old. What are they going to do? <laughs> yeah. You know? Com- comic royalty, I guess, you know? Yeah. Uh, look, I guess it's... I, I don't think... There's yeah. no way it'll be the same... Um, oh, no. Even even if he's like the biggest advocate in the world, it's still got to be run yeah. past someone. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, like, I would love it to be good, but chances mm. are slim on that one. Yeah, yeah. But the the news that got me excited this week was um, Amazon announcing yep. a, a live action Spider Man Noir series set in the 1930s. Yep. Yep. And but, I've heard um, Nicolas Cage is interested. No, I know if they've spoken to him, but they're, you know, um, haven't really disclosed that. But you know, Nicolas Cage would do it because he's like mm. <laughs> Nicolas Cage. And, and, well, that's and, right. and, and, and it, it is Amazon. Their handling of the source materials have, has been absolutely on. Their work <laughs> on the source, handling good so, and being respectful to the law is just. Mwah. Oh, they are just they are just the best at it. And so, yeah. why, why are you excited they're, about they're, that? Look, to be honest with you, Chris, like I, I definitely agree because they they have made a mockery of a few things, but some things like Invincible and the Boys, they do stick. Quite close to the, the source material. So, and, um, yeah, for the for the boys, the fact shows. that they've gotten some of the yeah. things, they've got some of the gotten away with some of the things from the boys. That mm-hmm. you know what I mean, like mm-hmm. and, and Invincible. Um, that's it. I just finished rewatching Invincible again, yeah, and that's, that's a, a that's a, yeah, that's a, a very very good series adaptation. And, and then you've got Jack Reacher, which is yeah, you know, true to the source material. You've got um, the Terminal List with Chris Pratt. That's mm-hmm. true to the source material. Um, you know, so. It, but yeah, I guess. Like, I mean, I guess you fuck up Lord of the Rings. Yeah, that's a, that's <laughs> people not, tend to remember. Like, yeah, that's yeah. that's like six in the yeah. the six in the win column kind of yeah. side. But yeah. look, I, I'm excited. It's another Spider-Man property. Um, yeah. and, it's, um, it's obviously it's set in the 30s, so it doesn't really impact too many issues. Yeah. Uh, the comics are great. Um, so yeah, let's see what they do. Yeah, so yeah. Um, yeah, and then I saw two trailers this week that I thought were fantastic. Um, the one I shared with you, Strays, which is basically yeah. an adult Homeward Bound. Um, yeah, that looks amazing. <laughs> with um, it certainly does. Will Farrell, Jamie Fox, um, Randy from How I Met Your Mother. Yep. Um, yeah, about a about a dog that an owner that wants to ditch ditch its dog and um, dog keeps coming home. Hmm. Looks hilarious. No, that looks looks good. But have you have you seen the trailer for a movie called Paint? No. Paint. Oh, with um Owen Wilson. Yes, Owen Wilson. No, I haven't seen it. It did pop up on my feed today, but it, I haven't had much of a chance looks, to have a look. It looks weird and weird and. It's about it's about that um Bob Bob someone. No, it's not. It's 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 supposed to, it's Bob Ross without being Bob, Bob Ross. Ross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's not Bob Ross. Like, oh, okay. Different character name, but he's obviously going. Yes, I'm Bob Ross, but I'm not Bob Ross. Kind of like um, what was what was that? I think it was yeah in Deadpool how they had oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bob he's, they had yeah, they had um... his sidekick Bob but they didn't have the rights for Bob but they said yeah it's Bob but they weren't gonna yeah. you know but say we're gonna Bob. call him Peter. Carl <laughs> Nardle, a fictional character loosely based on Bob Ross okay so like, yeah, yeah 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 
it look it looks pretty it looks pretty funny but um yeah no I'll, I'll definitely check it out i did i did see it pop up on my feed and the image yeah. that i got was owen wilson looking yeah. a hell of a lot like bob ross so <laughs> yes yes yeah, so, uh, it looks it looks pretty funny but um no that's that's the updates for the week my fellas now speaking of updates of the week i did want to hear your opinion jamie mm-hmm because you've been quite vocal on certain subjects surrounding Ninja Turtles. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, and, yes. Uh, and yes, and yes, the yes, creation yes. of new Ninja Turtles, where you've been basically said, like, no, there are four turtles and four turtles thusly. No. But you seem quite excited no. with the. With the yeah. so, See, no, look, again, I, you're misquoting. I am being the Western press and just completely take, you know, take taking me out words. I don't but, like adding turtles. Yeah. If yeah. you create a new team of turtles, fair game. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. So, can you please you know, divulge your thoughts on, I, I, I've on read this the, particular? I've read the comic. It's a sequel, sequel, prequel, almost. So it's like it's like, you know how like Arrow, how you've got, you know, the flash to back to the island, then present time. Mm-hmm. So it's that kind of thing. So it's a follow up to the the last Ronin, which is a phenomenal comic, and um, it's it's um called the Lost Years, and it follows um. Well, the years between um, when the turtles... Well, before before um, all the... Spoiler alert. All the turtles die but one. Um, so if you haven't read it, um, skip skip this little bit. But um, it's Michelangelo. And um, yeah, so basically Last Ronin ends with uh, four new turtles getting mutated. And there's two girls, two boys, um, which I, you know, I don't have a problem with because... One, it's not Venus, um, and they actually look pretty cool. But they got—I can't remember all the names. I know there's Odin, um, Uno, Odin, uh, Ye, Moja, and Uno. Yes, that's 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 correct. Um, but look, look, I I think they got, I think it's got potential because it's 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 almost going back to the and telling the missing link, like because with the turtles. You, they get mutated. You see them as young for like five seconds, and then they're teenagers. Mm. Um, but this is like the in between. So it's, I'm I'm intrigued. It's just it's well written. That comic is well written, and I think that's what's getting me going. Because um, I'll have to check it out. I hadn't even heard about it, which is yeah. No, well, I, I stumbled across it, and I was like, oh, what? There's more. Yeah. I got to get me some of that. And the best um, thing... so what's it called? It's, it's called the Lost Years. The Lost Years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. So, and yeah, so there's a single to the last one. And the best thing about it's in my mind is they've taken my biggest criticism of the turtles, which is what species of turtle are they? They're all the fucking like they're all like this generic blob shaped turtle. Dude, they're pet shop turtles. That's what they were originally. But in this one, they've all, they've, they've, that's very clear. They're very they're they're four distinct species of turtle. Yes. Well, they and, clearly heard you heard you because this is like set in the future. Yeah, so um, and, and, and and so I do like the designs where they're you know very different looking. It's very clear that you know, they, you know I'm gonna have to look this up actually. And, and so I do like the four turtle designs. I'm very yeah. very huge fan issue, of the, the look. Yeah, issue one's only out. Um, I pre-ordered issue two. Obviously, you have but to. there was there was a scene. Uh, I was just reading this scene and um, I was like, Chris is gonna flip and love this. <laughs> and it was like Michelangelo's. You know, he's lost all his brothers, his family. So he literally goes up to the mountains. To, you know solitude and all that and then these guys stumble across him and it's like what's this freak man they start beating the crap out of him and they have these flashback and he's like going like oh what would my brothers say and they're like you know oh raf would raf would say some you know come at me or you know some come at me bro or whatever like tough guy or whatever and mikey's just doesn't want to fight 
and then he hears words of Splinter, and he's like, "Oh, you got fight or whatever," and then he just basically annihilates, them, <laughs> you know, just nice. obliterates them, and then they ran away. Um, oh wow, and- they are completely different yeah. species. Looks yep. like there's a snapdragon, a snap snapping turtle. Oh yep. wow, okay, cool, cool. See, so, so what's cool about them is that it does it doesn't mess with the source material. Is it's a new story? It's it's yeah. You know, they got some new turtles. They didn't go to a pet shop or anything like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it look, I'm okay with it because, like I said, you're not adding a new turtle to the team. Yeah. You know? No, look, I'm I'm definitely going to check it out. I love the last run, and I thought, and I thought that was a great. I yeah. I don't know anyone who could have expected it to be Michelangelo. Yeah. No. Yeah. Everyone that I've spoken to that's a turtles fan, it was like it's either Raph or it's it's Leo. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely going to yeah. check it out. I'm, I'm waiting for him to make a make a cartoon movie. I'd want him to do a cartoon movie, your last run. Yeah, because if they did, oh, definitely. If they did live action, it would be, yeah. it would have to be Daredevil level, like yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? um, but um, before we move on to the main topic, there's there's one other bit of news that I think broke today. It's it's it's, it's very heavily hinted as. Um, have you you guys heard the uh, the news about the movie? Obviously, it is moving forward with Ezra. Miller, oh, um, yeah. There's a, there's been um, apparently some reports of Mr. Christian Bale filming some scenes oh, yeah. for the Flash as Batman. Mr. Bale, uh, sort of dropped today. I read mm. that earlier today. So. Yeah, the rumor. Yeah, mm-hmm. that That's he was what... he was shooting some scenes for it. Now, look, it is at this stage just a rumor. It's not going to be something that I think Warner and DC are going to confirm because obviously yeah. they want to get it like a. It wouldn't surprise me with No Way Home. They probably want to get it like that kind of a surprise. But yeah. um, we know we're getting Keaton, apparently, still, for yeah. that movie. But, yeah, apparently apparently Christian Bale was, was, has reportedly filmed some scenes for that movie. Ooh, so what are, you, what are your thoughts on that? Well, look, he'd, he'd, he'd play a killer old... Because he's, like, over 50 now, isn't he? Yes, he is. Yeah. So I'd have to be old, old man Batman. Which is like still one of my favorite animated movies. I think the the Dark Knight Returns, where he comes on horseback. Yeah, Dark, yeah. Dark Knight Returns. Yeah, I was just like, From, oh, that's uh, Frank Frank Miller who gave us Sin City and mm. stuff like that. He's a brilliant at those kind of stories. I'm like, yeah, Christian Bale would nail that kind of Batman. Um, hundred percent. What are your thoughts, Chris, on Mister Bale returning? I don't want to give myself hope. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, so, so, you know, much yeah, like with... the greatest meme of all time, don't give me hope. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, well, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ruin in that. Well, to, uh, you, uh, the, honestly, if he, if he like... does come back, if he does come back, it's, it's just gonna be like a, a, a Toby Maguire, Andrew Garfield. It's gonna be, I think yeah. it'll just be for the one movie. Yeah. Um, I think they're just trying to capitalize on the success of No Way Home. To be yeah. honest with you, um. Yeah, they still, yeah, I mean, the fact that, because they dropped a new poster for it today too, so we know it is moving forward 100%. Um, But yeah, I thought that would look, I'd love to see Christian Bale, even if it's just for, you know, in a No Way Home style, you know, three-way Batman kind of thing. Yeah, it'd be good. And um, I I heard another rumor, which was like, I was like, don't give me hope, Mm -hmm. um, about Andrew Garfield doing another third Mm -hmm. Spider-Man. With, yep, with Tom, Tom Hardy, with Tom Hardy Venom as the villain. Yeah, I heard that as well. No, that, that would not um, happen because, I mean, why, why would Sony ditch off 
the no. current Spider-Man. No, he would. They wouldn't. It would just be a separate movie. Yeah, and and, and the fact that, that honestly, it'd probably be a yeah. third Venom movie. That's more so what it. I, I think because the first two Venom movies haven't been as well received as Sony would like. Yeah. Um, I think if they're gonna do a third Venom movie, they they're obviously gonna look to bolster it somehow. And and, and you know, you've got that throwaway line from Andrew Garfield in Way Home. You know, he's like yeah. he hasn't fought an alien or anything like that. And yeah. Uh, if 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 Sony want to end the Venom trilogy on a high, that'd be a hell of a way to go. Yeah, it makes sense. I would. I would. I mean, he was a good Spider Man. So no, he's him. hands down my favorite. He's great, he, he was a great Spider Man attorney of law. <laughs> Spider Man, uh, Pat's accountant. I, I'm I'm um, sorry, like, but he 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 is the best Spider Man hands down. Um, really? Okay. Yep, hundred percent. And he he looks like Peter Parker. He does. He he had the look and feel of Peter Parker, like the the nerdy awkwardness, yeah, um, and and stuff. And I know the, I might cop some hate for this, Jamie, but I I wasn't a fan of the skateboarding. I'm like that. The, no, the that, that, that Peter did... Parker wouldn't be skateboarding no. or anything remotely cool. No. So, no. Jamie, you know, no, you know, I, I agree you know my that. you know my problem with Andrew Garfield's Spider Man. He's too cool. No. What? I'm going to build my. I have spider powers. Okay. Okay. Cool. No, I've I've addressed this, but if you want to address it live on the podcast, no, I do, I do, I do. <laughs> hey, Oscorp creates this web technology for you know the tensile steel string that you know that can stand out and frame. Mm-hmm. Cool. I'm going to order a whole bunch of it to my location. Great. And he comes home, and the boxes arrive. He then unpacks it all, and then makes the web shooters. And then when people try to like, who is this Spider Man? Any cop with a brain would be like, what are these leaving behind? Web. What's the send that to the lab? What's the composite component? Oh, I, I I I see a patent file on systems, Oscorp. Hmm. Let me check the area of who's ordering it. Giant military corporation, airport, house in Brooklyn or Queens, sorry. But like wouldn't you be like, hmm, maybe check out the house in Queens, eh? Like I think that might be the best place to start to try to find this Spider-Man. Now, do you, do you want to hear how they explain that? Yes. Because they explain it in one of the movies. He ordered one box and then reverse engineered it and made it made his own version of it. Oh, but still, you would still have basically at that, at that point a, a shipment of military-grade steel webbing something component to Queens. And don't, not, you think, something... don't you think he would like not you know, deliver it to his home address? Even if he even if he buys a PR box and registers it, he gets to register it with a his ID. So then they would still know that he bought it. Or he could theoretically deliver to this address and then kind of intercept it. Could be any address. He doesn't. Again, the character didn't seem like a giant fraudster expert. So the, like like the, the more likely thing he's ordered it to his house no, like look, an idiot. I, I'm I'm more so. I would say, how did he make that suit? You know. This, I mean, like, because that's that's not just stitching lycra. That's like, <laughs> that's like a really good suit. True. Look, and I think I think the best example of that that they've done is Tom Holland Spider Man. That's why I think it's the better song yeah. Spider Man because his original suit without Tony Stark was not a very good look. It was like a track suit. It was like a track suit. And then Tony used... Stark's like here you go. Yeah. <laughs> like, I want to then... bang. I want to bang your aunt. He's a suit. Yeah. And then you no, use look. the chemicals in the science lab, which, as we all know, 
you could make meth with in, a, in, a, in, a, in those science labs. So he's basically using the chemical science labs yeah. to obviously create his web, which makes more sense than buying buying it from Oscorp. Yeah, but if we're being honest, every single Spider-Man has flaws. Sure. All of them have flaws. Yeah. Uh, and C-Links they stick to. But um. No. <laughs> oh, fuck oh, you. man. man. <laughs> Hey, I was getting lots of laughs, laughs last night from my bad oh jokes. Oh my god, you are that is I'm just What's that I hear? Thunderous applause. No. 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 Laughter Dude. and clapping. Dude. <laughs> I, I would like I would like to take the moment to invite that is that that any cheering and clapping that have been at, they have been added manually by J.A. Bryson. And I'd also like to comment that the jokes made by <laughs> J.A. Bryson do not reflect the rest of the stories yeah. through the fictional Definitely. crew. Oh, yeah. you know, it's amazing. Who edits this podcast again? <laughs> I, I, I'm also going to seek the lost recordings of this, this episode and release them on the interwebs. See, I, 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 can make, I can make Chris say whatever I want. He goes, I would like you to know that all the jokes made by J.A. Bryden reflect that because I can just cut out one word, you know? <laughs> oh, look at you. Look at Tech you. Master. Western media. Yes, but... Um, I think this is first time to segue into our, our topic. What do you reckon? I think yes. it's perfect time to segue into the topic. Um, so, Chris, lead us into this topic with um, the theory, the fan theory that you post to me about one of my favorite movies. Oh, absolutely. So, I think that'd be the perfect way to start. I love that. We, we're talking about fan theories. Sometimes fan theories are used to basically. Uh, enhance the law, make a scene, you know, seem, you know, you, to re- make a scene seems better. Sometimes the theory makes so much sense. It's it's to plug an existing problem within a storyline. Then a fan will go, but what if this happened? And you go like, oh, well, yeah, if that if that's the case, that makes complete logical sense. And the theory, the, the scene we're talking about is Back to the Future, mm-hmm. where two, where Marty is on the roof. And then he jumps off to avoid being captured by Biff. Now, how did Doc know he was going to be there at that very corner at that very time? The theory goes because he didn't the first time. He did it the scene where he to be the second time. And then I'm like, oh, that is perfect. Yeah. Even when Marty looks down, looks back, yeah, looks then looks back again, and then the car's there because. The first time he looked back, then fell, and he wasn't there. The second, you know, the the timeline we're following, he looked back, looked back again, and then, uh, bam, he appears at that point because he knows that's where he has to be at that moment. Mm-hmm. That to me, that fixes that entire scene. I'm like, oh my god, that's insane. That's so crazy. Yeah, yeah. but but that, that's, yeah. that's very morbid. <laughs> so Doc Doc knows how to be there the second time because he's seen Marty splattered all over the ground. The first time, yeah. So he knew what happened the wow. first time. So he went back and like brought, like because the, the cool thing about that is the Doc's like, don't mess the timeline, don't mess the timeline. But then at that one with that splatter, he's like, he goes, no, I will mess with the timeline. I got to save him. And so then you know because of his love for Marty just throws out his own rules and. <laughs> so what do you think that? Well, I'd like to think it's a future doc. So like almost like um you know when he receives the when he writes Marty mm. writes the letter yep, from the yep, first yep, one yep, and, yep. And, sa- and says do not open till you know this time. And then he took precautions. Doc took precautions. I wonder if it's like one of those ones where he basically like 
you know, he, he'd fall and then like lives out like five years of constant regret. <laughs> Avengers. And then basically <laughs> like then decides to do something about it after five years of basically like, yeah, that has that moment of like, as he get, you know, as he's sitting there and really like looking at the state of the world and you hear this. Does Paul Paul Rudd is he involved in this somehow? Clearly Paul Rudd would be involved in some in some way, shape, or form. Is it going, you know, like um what was Money's girlfriend in that movie? Or like um Jennifer? Yeah, yeah. She'd forget hope. Someone. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So like, oh Jennifer married married this person and now, and now they've and now, and now they've like committed a mass murder and they've destroyed like and they've done something mm-hmm. terrible so then he goes but she wouldn't have been with that person if Marty was alive and then he's like yeah so we're talking about fan fan theories wow i've never heard that one it's very rare i haven't i didn't hear that one and when i heard that one it blew my mind yeah i immediately messaged jamie this and Jimmy goes, Is that real? Like, because James like going, I was like, No, it's like, yeah. you know, it's a fan theory, he goes, but it sounds like it's... I, I, I want to believe it. But back then in the 80s, they didn't write very, you know, well, no, well, they wrote well, but it was they never really had to think about too much, mm. like how we've been tainted by sitting there and you know, over analyzing everything, going, but how everything has to be logically, everyone has to be logical. Um, but yeah, like. I've got a few articles, so I think, you know, Ryan, you got a few you want to share? Um, yeah, I had to close down my window because my internet is rubbish, so I'm going to bring you start with yours. So, so before, I'll, I'll, I want to do one more before I kick yep. it off to you, Jamie. Cool. Where Splinter, <laughs> Master Splinter intentionally gave the Turtles weapons based off their personalities. Raphael is the most hot-headed of the environment of the turtles. Mm-hmm. Raphael got size, a defensive weapon, to help ba- to help balance him out. Mm-hmm. Michelangelo is the most scatterbrained turtle and couldn't focus, so he gives him nunchucks, a weapon that takes immense co- concentration and focus. Donatello is tech-savvy and relies on technology, so he gives him a wooden stick, teaching him that that you don't have to have technology to, to gain strength. Leonardo, the most ethical of all the turtles, is given the only bladed weapon, the katana, as he's the one most one knowing when he should kill and when he shouldn't kill. This is the weapon theory of the Ninja Turtles. Jamie, see, what do you think? See, that's logical, but I know for a fact that when they made the Ninja Turtles... I know you know the... It was a complete joke. But... Uh, but that makes sense. But that, that, that's that's, again... You know, how can we just explain this? Oh, yeah, that works. You know, yeah, that works. But I, 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 that, yeah, I know, I know you've read the original thing, and they did, yeah. that's not why they do it. But when you look no, at no. the turtles, and you read that, when I read that, when someone was surprised that the weapons are going, yeah, nunchucks, you'd hurt yourself more than not if you're not focused, mm, concentrating. Exactly. Michelangelo, the ADHD yeah. turtle, would, would struggle with that weapon. They would also yeah. teach him concentration and focus and discipline. Yeah. And it's like, wow, yeah. that's a crazy, that's a great theory. Yeah. And that's the beauty of fan theory. So I, I got an obscure one. Um, I got a Kevin Bacon themed one. Oh, I love Kevin Bacon. Do you remember a movie called Tremors? Yes, love it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Do, you remember, do you remember a movie called Footloose? Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, the theory is that Tremors and Footloose take place in the same town. The town, from, the town. Apparently, the town from Footloose is um, same town from Tremors. The Holy band, crap! The ban on dancing. I just looked it up. The ban on dancing. 
wasn't an uh, attempt to control the youth. It was to, out of, you know, made out of fear so it wouldn't wake up the creatures that, you know. Oh, shit. <laughs> you know, all the, all the worms that are below the, the town. So, you know, if everyone danced and tapped and all that stuff, it would wake up the oh, wow. creatures. So I think that's, that's pretty creative. That's cool. I like that one. That's a very good one. I like that. But I literally just I was bringing up my article. That was the one that popped up. So <laughs> all right, that, okay. Well, no. Well, if you if you use that, is your is that uh, thirty two bizarre fan theories, Brian? Yes, it is actually. Okay, you 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 take a look at that one. I'll switch out to another one because I, okay, I no worries. Um. All right. I'll do another one while you get ready, Ryan. Yep. Uh. Breaking Bad is a uh, Walking Dead yes, prequel. Yes, yes. I, I, I know. <laughs> I've known this one from the very first episode, which is yeah. yeah, because they use a um in in the Walking Dead, the the drug of choice is is a blue crystal meth. And that oh. was Walt, Walt and Jesse's signature. Yeah, the signature um, signature yeah. style of meth. Yeah, and and check and they are done by the same company, so FX. Uh, wrote and produced Breaking Bad and and also The Walking Dead, AMC FX, same company. So, yeah, yeah. Um, another one. Just tell us whenever you're ready, Ryan. Um, but another yeah. one, another one that I've got that I know we've probably all heard is that the Rugrats are all figments of Angelica's imagination. Yeah, yeah. I I just read that one then. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's how. That yeah. That's that's crazy, man. That's yeah. crazy. Um, no, I've got one here. This actually was one I was looking for. I just wanted to get the wording for it right. Yep. Um, so do you guys remember that movie with Nicolas Cage and Sean Connery, The Rock? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I know they this have one, to break yeah. into Alcatraz. So basically, the, the theory is Sean Conner- Connery, whose uh, character is Patrick, uh, Jake, John Patrick Mason, is actually 007, who was captured while conducting espionage in the USA, after the events of the last Bond film with Connery, which is Diamonds Are Forever, uh, and he was imprisoned in Alcatraz until he was broken out by Nicolas Cage's character. Because actually, he because we all you've all heard the theory that 007 is not a one person; it's a code yeah, name. Yeah, it's a code name. Yeah. So he and they're saying after after Diamonds Are Forever, Sean Connery's 007 was captured by the Americans and put in Alcatraz, and that is actually the character that Nicolas Cage broke out in that movie. So that's, that's, that's That's um, a cool one. I like that one. I really like that one a lot. There's a, there's another, there's another weird one. Another weird one that I read, um, Kevin from home alone, you know, Kevin McAllister from home alone actually grows up to become jigsaw. from the Saw I heard that. I heard that. Cause he's so like that. He got his start, you know, because he could have he could have called the cops and run away at any time. He didn't have to do that to those poor burglars. Joe Pesci and um, Daniel Sturd, they they suffered torture, and then they'd say, "Yeah, he, he went on to become Jigsaw from Saw." So yeah. there you go. Here's one that's going to make you think. Oh, okay. Breaking Bad one. This is one mm-hmm. of my favorite ones. Oh, I think I know this one. Yep. Walter <laughs> White didn't die at the end of Breaking mm-hmm. Bad. Uh-huh. He escaped and started a new suburban life in Malcolm in the Middle. <laughs> yep. They actually did a skit on Saturday Night Live where 
at the end of, you know, I actually recently watched Breaking Bad again and I found it on YouTube where he wakes up he would, next to his wife and he's like, he's like, um, oh, oh my God, I just had the worst dream and he's talking through it. He's like, you know, he's talking about, and I had this brother who was like, he, he was he was in the DEA, kind of looked like that guy from The Shield and he's just crapping <laughs> on. And she said, it's okay, honey, it was just a dream. Like Saturday Night Live did a no, pretty cool no. scare. That was, that was pretty cool. You, because when you think about it, because of all those events, he's now trying to remain calm and everything. So, you know, trying to trying to change the way his life. Malcolm is extremely intelligent and obviously gets admitted into Harvard um, uh, older. And, um, yeah. you know, and, and when before before, obviously, his failings at, at the company, he, you know, Walter White was like was this like well-renowned like phys like chemist mm-hmm. like like you know a genius of a savant of the fields and so and then obviously during the show whilst the dad acts all dumb sometimes sometimes he does crazy things like builds a, a giant fighting uh, builds a fight an insane <laughs> fighting robot or does this like insane things that he shouldn't be able to do and it's like going like he's like you know this, this robot shoots bees that goes but humans can't be affected by bees aha but the controller can. <laughs> so like, like, and so the, some, some, some Walter White slips out from those moments. <laughs> uh, I've got, I got one here from, uh, and now everyone knows the movie Grease, right? Grease, oh, you know, yep. with John Travolta, Olivia Newton-John, and we know how it starts off, you know, Sandy and, Dan- Sandy and Danny are on the beach sharing a summer romance and, you know, have a nice kiss, and then all of a sudden she shows up at his school and, and hijinks ensue. Uh, musical hijinks ensue. So basically, what what they're saying is she actually died each that day because you know in that song, uh, "Tell Me More," when she's like, he he said, "I saved a life." She nearly drowned on the beach. Yeah, uh, that she actually drowned, and all of this is her like heaven kind of thing. Because if you remember, at the end of the movie, they're in a car that flies away, and that's her finally ascending. Yeah. You know, believing that yeah, she she's heading to heaven. Yeah. So, I think that's the only way you can explain flying car at the end. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> look, the a... rest of the movie would have been completely explainable if they didn't just take off in a in a convertible at the end of the movie. It's, it's almost like the Mel Brooks movies, where it's you know, <laughs> <laughs> like a period piece, you know, or set back in whatever time, and at the end it just goes full. Oh, we're on the set, you know. <laughs> but I've got I've got a good one for you that um, I know you boys like taking happy go lucky children films and making them dark, right? Yeah. You like that? Chris is smiling and nodding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Willy Wonka sacrificed those mm-hmm. kids' cabin in the woods style. Yep. So wow. Um, the end of Drew Goddard's The Cabin in the Woods lays out a few rules for making a sacrificial offering to summon de- demonic beings to destroy the world. One theory noticed that Willy Wonka is basically following the same formula while giving children a tour of his factory. Each of the kids is one of the five archetypes that Goddard's film describes. Augustus is the whore whose lust for food leads to his downfall. Violet is the athlete who is gum-chewing champion brought down by an athletic challenge. Veruca Ver- uh, is, yep. is the fool, a spoiled brat who blindly runs after uh, for clearly dangerous squirrels in the book and 2005 film adaption, she ends up in a garbage shoot after demanding a goose who lays golden eggs uh, in the 1971 film. Mike is the scholar, a television expert taken down by his arrogance. And finally, Charlie is the virgin because he has 
pure and innocent motives. Jamie, I'd like to I'd like to see your um, see your Willy Wonka <laughs> oh, okay. and, ra- and and raise you another Disney uh, <laughs> a P- Mr. Mr. Peter Pan. Oh, I don't know okay. if you guys have heard this oh, one. Oh, yes, yes. There's a popular theory on Reddit, and you saying the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory made me Google it because I remembered it. Um, that the theory posts that Peter Pan actually kills the lost boys as they grow up, effectively serving <laughs> as a magical, ageless tyrant in Neverland. The theory paints Peter Pan as the actual villain of the Disney movie and every other character in the movie as an unwitting pawn in Peter Pan's murderous schemes. Um, so it also wow. it managed, it paints Captain Hook as a far more sympathetic character as he's the only one to bravely, properly resist Peter Pan's apparently evil ways uh, in the movie. So, yeah, that's a, that's a, a thing. And, and, and there's actually um, a, a comic book that kind of explored that. Um, uh, there's, a, there's a range of comics that called the Zinescope range. They do like grim fairy tales. And they actually explored that. They had Peter Pan was sucking the souls out of the lost boys once they reached a certain age and, and Captain Hook uh, was actually trying to save Wendy and, and the lost boys and uh, it's quite very quite dark and interesting so yeah because they say there's always the, the true as you found out with Pinocchio there's the, the, the real stories are actually nothing like oh, the, the real stories story. are like they're dark and dark and dark twisted dark hilarious like you know um, messes I would I, mm-hmm. like. I would like to throw some Star Wars ones in now because obviously. That's yeah, fun. yeah, of course. So, just don't the... do. Just don't do the Jar Jar Binks one, right? I, I don't want to do. <laughs> oh, the, the Jar Jar Binks is a Sith no, Lord. I won't, I won't do the Jar Jar Binks um, Sith Lord thing. Like, the, yeah. the, the, so, so, so I, won't, I won't do that one. I'll do. I'll do ones that you know, that I that I that, you know the ones that I, that I, I like, which is obviously yeah. uh, Boba Fett. Boba Fett did kill. Aunt, uh, Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru. Oh, there is a point in the movie where Darth Vader points at Boba Fett and says, "No disintegrations." Clearly pointing his finger, clearly at Boba Fett. And what happened to Aunt Ben and Uncle Beru in the first scene of the Star <laughs> yeah. Wars? Crispy yeah. skeletons. Because you can't question us crispy skeletons and where the droids are because yeah. they're crispy skeletons. Yeah. So maybe that whole pointed like no disintegrations was a clear yeah. color, like going, "I gave you one job." Fett beforehand. Yeah. What did you do? What did you do? So, so I, okay. I um I like that. I like that one. Those and obviously the, 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 there's the Jar Jar Binks one. The another one from the new movie is that Kylo Ren didn't kill Han Solo. Knowing He's evil twin dis. Knowing oh, no, no, no knowing that I know this. Yeah, knowing that if knowing what Luke's told, you know. Han for many many years of you know how the force works on the dark side and obviously as we know in the movie Luke had trained Leia as a Jedi Knight and Master so she would have also told Han the same sort of stories that if Han had if Han kills sorry if if Kylo Ren kills Han that's it that's like that's that's the turning point so Han reaches down and activates this lightsaber himself so then he's the one that does it so giving his son a fine like like a sliver of hope to return that's way better than what they've done like, that. like yeah. i like i like i like going that's yeah, better than you what you've done okay that's fine yeah. I'll, 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 I'll like that one that, that's a good one and another yeah. fun one there's, there's two of the fun ones one which is um 
Anakin Skywalker, uh, Anakin Skywalker actually is uh, Darth, um, uh, the Emperor's actual biological child. So he was Ooh. the one that sort of he was the one that creates him for the purpose of what you know for the purpose of um, bringing the dark side to the Force. And then a more a more a more like I guess an insidious ending one, which is basically Palpatine actually wins in the end of Rise of Skywalker. Wow. Ooh. And here's and here's how that theory works. He said, strike me down. He's telling Ray to strike him down. So then, you know, then you know, basically, so he would become, they would become one. What happens at the end of the movie? Ray strikes <laughs> him down. Yeah. And then she picks up the, the lightsaber and activates it. And people go, Oh, it's it's a it's a glowing blade of the Jedi Temple Order. It's going, yes. But as we now know from the Star Wars lore, uh a Sith gets the red lightsaber, not from like when they activate it, it still would be the color of what their Jedi itself would be. Yeah, they bleed the crystal, they hold it in their hand, they pour their mm -hmm. hate into it, and that's what turns it red. Then they shatter it, that's how that goes red. So she hasn't done that. And that whole thing where she looks off into the distance and like and sees Luke and uh, Leia looking at it, and she turns and goes, I'm Ray Skywalker. That's not a, a nice moment, that's her staring at, at the Force Ghost saying, I'm taking over, try and stop me. Oh, wow! That's that's okay. cool. Yeah. Okay. There's a, there's a Star Wars one that I heard. Uh, it, I, 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 I made up that. That was my one. I made that one up. <laughs> well, you are you are. Does that mean you're a fan of the new trilogy? No, I'm just saying that. <laughs> I would like that to happen because that would be a better. Because then mm -hmm. I, I would total. I would totally Winter Soldier that way. Basically, yeah. the Jedi Order now fills the galaxy, but it's not the Jedi Order. It's a Sith Order. Posing mm. as Jedi's, yeah, and then like you know, the Hydra inside shield kind correct. of thing, and then yeah. somewhere off alone, a few loops surviving students have to create a very small temple, and they have to now drive there, and they're there, the, then the resistance to this whole order of, of Ray Palpatine. I'm like, come on, but that's a that's a sequel seal trilogy. I could actually get behind it, like, yeah, let's, <laughs> let's, let's do that. Yeah, I, I heard, I heard somewhere, I don't know if this was an actual book or uh, this is a while ago, but I heard that the, the theory behind Bigfoot. Is that the Millennium Falcon crashed, landed on Earth, and Bigfoot is Chewbacca? <laughs> oh, I like that. That's good. It's <laughs> a little. Well, I've, I've got one more that I'd like to share, just the very last one, and this okay. is going to my my topic of of knowledge. Rest and this is wrestling. No, Batman. Batman, of course. Batman. <laughs> Batman. Okay, so so hear me out. So this one is is quite popular in the. In the Reddit forums of comics, uh, Alfred hired Joe Chill to kill the Waynes. Now, Ooh, uh, shit. so basically, oh, this, this one it actually ties into the, the the fan theory that Alfred is actually Bruce Wayne's father. Um, so oh. basically, Alfred Alfred and Martha have had an affair. Alfred falls in love. He wants to raise Bruce with Martha, but of course, she would never leave a billionaire CEO for a butler. In a fit of rage, Alfred hires Joe Chill to kill Thomas. Wayne so that he and Martha can be free to be together and raise Bruce as their son but during the job something goes terribly wrong. Uh, when Joe attempts to shoot Thomas there's a struggle and Martha is shot first. He finishes the job and runs off. Alfred grief-stricken and wrecked with the guilt over his action raises Bruce as a Wayne and never lets on that he is Bruce's real father knowing that Thomas was a far better man and Bruce deserves an honourable father. That that is honestly, I, I I can't even I don't even know that I Ryan what the hell that's just yeah because yeah. then then it's like this 
the reason why he puts up with everything from Bruce Wayne, the, mm -hmm. the late nights, the violence, like yep. taking care of the Batcave, organizing everything, because it's guilt. It's basically yep. just, he's just guilty. And the reason why no one's, oh, that just makes so much sense. The reason why he's like going, hey, raising that kid as a weapon. Is that the best idea? Hey, <laughs> raising a second kid as a weapon. Is the, oh, hey, the last one died. Do you want to like? Yeah. Do you want to? Do you want to like? Stop? No. Okay. Oh, oh, the commissioner's daughter. Okay. No, no, no. Let's get. Oh, she can't walk now. Oh, you've got a son. You're doing it. You're perpetuating the cycle. No, sure. Yeah. Like the reason why he hasn't just say enough is because he can't. He can't exactly. take the moral because high ground to Batman. Because yeah. he Holy knows the reason, <laughs> there is, there is the reason that Batman exists is because of him. Yeah. So uh, does that make Alfred the true main villain of Batman? Because he created Batman. Oh my God! So therefore, you know what I mean. Like he, and, and you know that, that 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 like there's a lot of Batman ones out there. You know, there's ones where saying Alfred actually is the Joker. He does that to build Bruce up, and you know, to 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 give him a reason and stuff like that. Yeah, I've heard that one where basically yeah, he, he hires like all of the villains. Yeah, makes yeah. him dress up ridiculously because yep. he knows that that's the only way Bruce can Bruce can't cope Get with what he's death. and so yep. he has to. This is the only way he knows how to help Bruce, like yep. basically punch out his wow. anger against like costume yeah. villains. But when I read that one, I'm like, this is probably the one that makes could makes the most oh, sense. Wow, that's yeah. so, so like I, that. That's gonna be my last one. I'm just yeah. gonna go like mic drop there. Oh, so, like yeah. that's a well, holy cow. <laughs> My my yeah. last one um isn't as powerful as that, but this is an actual, <laughs> it's an actual confirmed fan Ooh. theory from our beloved childhood movie Aladdin. Yeah, where the peddler is actually the genie. Yeah. And, oh yes, um, that one was confirmed. It was confirmed because the peddler has four fingers like the genie. Ah, I just and I just assumed voiced by the same person yeah i mean as a, as a, as a kid you know yeah you're, you're doing that um yeah okay. that, that, they confirmed it and apparently they they filmed or they made a scene where he reveals himself as a peddler but they cut okay. it they cut it out well it makes sense because the, the peddler's kind of like the narrator of the story and yeah. you know who would know more about everyone and everything in the, that the man story who's doing the, the framed yeah. narrative absolutely exactly. the yeah. man but, who's framing but, the narrative yeah but even that i what i love the most about that peddler scene is that when they a lot of that movie was just robin williams in a room and they kind of animated yep. around robin williams so yep. when he was doing the peddler scene he was actually in front of a table with a whole lot of crap on the table and you know the bit where he goes, it will not break. It will not yeah, break. Yeah, it will break. break. So it he, 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 he legitimately had something and he broke it. It was improvised, you know? Yeah. It um, will not break. It will not. It yeah. Not. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> that, that, like, even as a kid, that yeah. scene had me in fucking, like, that, that, that just blew my fucking mind. Oh, yeah. That, that it, movie's a classic. It, it is my my number one favorite Disney movie of all time. And I can still watch it now and I'm 40. So you but, know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, but here's the thing. Here's, here's the thing on that. Those are the Robin Williams jokes that made it in. Yeah. He's yeah, a very yeah. blue comedian. I want to hear what didn't make it in. I yeah. want to hear like... Well, apparently they, I think they still have it. Like there's like... No, no, I, they have it. They will not yeah. release it. Release, I respect for release the, the, the Williams cut. Yeah, but yeah. I want to... Because like, again, 
I watched. I've seen his specials bef- just before yeah. he oh, did yeah. the thing. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to know what kind of jokes slipped out in recording, like because yeah, he would have been yeah. told like it's a kids movie. But when you're when you're riffing when you're riffing things, like yeah. it comes out. So I just like I'm like, yeah. What kind of juicy jokes did we get? <laughs> yeah. That's we're not gonna, yeah. Yeah. like so Aladdin. Yeah. Aladdin, the R-rated version. Oh, it would be the fair. Oh, it would be the most blue sure. fucking thing. Yeah. And. Uh, that's I, I, a little I, ironic because what colors the genie? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and exactly. to end up to end up this on a wholesome, fun one. Okay. There is a scene in the Disney animated movie Moana at the beginning of the movie where there's a baby turtle that's about to be eaten by a bird, and Moana runs over and, and like with a leaf and puts a leaf over the baby turtle as it like crawls itself back into the ocean. It starts swimming away, and then as it starts swimming, it flips on its back and starts swimming backwards. Um, constantly, there's a turtle that does that in Finding Nemo, mm-hmm. the, the, the the far out new turtle. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. And the theory is that they are the same turtle. Apparently, oh, yeah. there is a Disney ride where you can ask yeah. the turtle questions, and if you ask it that question, it's like, oh, it's like, I don't want to go into all like conspiracy theories, but <laughs> totally. <laughs> but yeah, there's, there's a whole like we could if, if if this podcast went any longer, there's a whole Pixar connection. They connected every single Pixar movie. Together by one yeah. small like yeah. a and, for, and frozen and tangled are in like the same that. universe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then there's there's something like there's a cave drawing in the in Brave that shows um Mike Witowski and Zinc. Like there's yeah. all if you yeah. Google it when you get yeah. a chance, because it's too too long for us to talk yeah. about. But, but uh, apparently, yeah. Yeah, apparently I mean sure we could do an episode on that at some point, but um apparently in all the early Disney stuff they had Mickey Mouse was in every yeah, every Disney movie. Kind of like yeah. a Where's Wally in some of them. Yeah, it's like like one of my favorite shows, Psych. There's always a particle yeah. in every episode. Yeah, yeah, somewhere, you know. But that that Pixar thing is really worth a, a good read. Like every yeah. every movie has some nod to another Pixar movie. I like that. And um, yeah, I, I like that too because that's it's you know I think it's it's a great way to do it. But absolutely, yeah. we could talk for hours on fan mm. theories. Seriously, I yeah, know, I know. Um. You got any more you want to share, Chris? Or are you happy to? No, I, 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 I think I think I think ending it on wholesome Disney and the fact yeah. that you know, the fact that you know, Elsa's parents are dead because they went to see they went to Finn's wedding, and then you know, mm. later on you actually see Rapunzel and Finn um, at the inauguration, like they're physically shown, like the two yeah. guys that look identical saying they but they went there because out of guilt. I think I think that's a great way to end. Yeah. <laughs> but having said that, Ryan. You are the winner of fan theory. Congratulations! Yes. That's yes. what a oh my god! Like I had, to, I had to have at least one Batman one, and there are thousands and thousands yeah. and thousands that of them was on Reddit. A absolute yeah. fucking gem, Jesus! Yeah. Well, if you listeners want us to revisit this topic because there's a lot more fan theories, send us an email to the true and the fictional gmail.com or reach out on Instagram stories underscore podcasts. Um, we do love good fan theories, but only good ones. No, we like bad so, ones too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, actually, Jamie, Jamie, I actually heard there was one more fan theory that that Rebecca Castle's Rising Dawn series is the best werewolf erotica book out there at the moment. Is that can you confirm or deny? Uh, I don't know if that's a fan theory. I mean, she has a fan club, so mm. I'm going to say think, that, that's, that's just confirmed at this point. Now I think we can just yeah. go confirmed. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. And if I don't hear from Rebecca Castle's, then it is true. Yes, there you go. 
And, <laughs> and the fact that she is still our sponsor is one of the miracles of the I, I don't, yeah. I literally, I, literally I, I think there was an episode a couple of episodes ago where I thought we're definitely going to be. I thought, oh, no, even I, even I um, thought, well, I, mean, I, 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 I even I thought like, oh, maybe that's too far. Let's see what happens. No, clearly she, she's a very understanding, as well as being an amazing worldwide author, she's a very understanding woman and appreciates our sense of humor so we yep. thank you for that and as the patron yeah. as the patron saint of Cat graham she understands yeah. what i'm well trying to say anyway as we do at every the end of episode <laughs> maybe joker also is bruce wayne's brother and on that thought i bid you adieu <laughs> adieu, adieu. adieu.